Hey there! Are you looking to take your family life to the next level? One where you're in charge and free to set your own hours? You've come to the right place. Each and every week, we share the highs, lows, ups, and downs as we grow our businesses from zero to hero. Welcome to the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. We're good. It's real good. How about you? Pretty good. Got the Hellions in bed and uh, uh, can settle down again for the night. Nice. Tuck into a good beer. Nice. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. I've already had a couple, so I'm drinking tea at this point. Nice. Oh, man. So, uh, am I talking to a member of the uh, the rich and famous after you uh, <laughs> are you a famous you know podcaster now? We've been doing this a year, but now you're a famous podcaster finally? Um, no, I am not a famous podcaster. <laughs> um what have we got? We've got like, well, we had eight listeners, and I, I have it on good authority. We're down to so uh, no, not famous by any means. Nice. You're famous though because you are producing the Rich and Famous podcast. Yeah, I'm their I'm their uh, worker bee, I guess. I'm sure they shower you with riches. For yeah, the, no, for you know, it's been it's been nice. We we've gotten a lot of referrals, um, which is great. You know, it means we're doing something right. So yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, it's nice to have um, people have confidence in us. You know. Yeah, you guys do good job yeah yeah i think we do a pretty good job so yeah we're busting at the seams these days man we have uh seven audio guys five writers another writer coming on and two and a half admins it's looking like a real business it's time sounding, to get like a sounding pretty serious isn't it yeah you gotta get a world headquarters somewhere we got Something. t-shirts oh we got t-shirts, t-shirts that'll work yeah yeah they're awesome i'm, I'm bringing them next week I like it. Yeah, pretty excited. Pretty excited. Um, but yeah, man, it's good. It's good. It's uh, it's it's hitting at the right time too. I mean, we just last few months we've been really busy. I think people's New Year's resolutions are kicking in still. So it's good. Yeah, quarter Q one is almost in the books. Right? Today, tomorrow, I guess. Right? Yeah. Thirty-one days in March. <laughs> yeah, I was. I always forget. Like I have to do the little rhyme in my head. How many days? Yeah, yeah. There? I do it on your knuckles. Yeah, this is this is excellent uh, radio, but killing it. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> we're out of practice. Uh, this is why you funny. can't skip weeks. Too funny. Um, so I had some things I wanted to talk about. I, I don't remember what they are now. Um, pretty excited about going to MicroConf. I am. I am elated. I, I, I'm shocked at how fast it's coming up. Right? Like it just feels like it's still February, and I'm thinking of all the great things I can get done in March. <sighs> man, where'd it go, man? Uh, I'll tell you what happened. On my end, I made this list, and it's I printed it out last week um, just to prove to myself how ridiculous my my endeavor was here. And I think I did this last year at this time too, didn't I? Didn't I have some big ambitious mm-hmm. plan? Mm-hmm. And then my mm-hmm. family went on vacation and nothing got done. That's that's kind of what happened this time. Yeah. So I made this huge ambitious plan, forgetting that um, we've got family vacation for a week, and then when we come back, there's like two days of Easter stuff and family stuff. And um, so running up to that, I was hoping to get um, a, a few of my shiny objects done and i guess there's no reason to play coy with them anymore because they haven't happened yet so who the hell cares um i was gonna i was gonna make t-shirts for microconf with various um slogans and phrases on them from the various speakers we've had over the years and um so people could order them in time to have them at, in their hands to pack to go to microconf well you know the the shirt printers there's like a five-day lead on that right that's before mm-hmm. they even get shipped so you know i could launch that today and it's still people won't have them in their hand until they get home micro so you know that didn't happen and i realized that as we're loading the car drive. I was like, wow, since I didn't get that done today, it's not going to happen until I get a micro. Yeah. You know, and it was just like one of those, I, I felt so defeated that and those, you know, the iTunes reviews that I forwarded you and then like the realization that I'm not going to get through most of the stuff I wanted to get done. And it was just like, I don't know, I was, I was bummed. And at that time, at that point, I think, let's see, I, uh, that was before most of the purchases this month had rolled in. So, you know, with this kind of business, every month starts at zero. So I'm a little bummed about that. It's just like, uh, why do I even bother? 
So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to get into uh, your your sort of thoughts and plans on the business. I think we'll wait till after microconf because I'm sure it'll change next week while we're there. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm finding similar things to what you're saying where like you have all these grand plans and you're going to do a hundred things and conquer the world. And then reality sets in and you're like, oh, I could really do these two things decently. So I'm just going to do those two and right. everything else is just going to not happen. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't doesn't happen at all. I mean, I have podcasts recorded, edited, show notes written for uh for the podcast motor show that are just sitting there. They're just, they've been sitting there for like two months. They're just sitting there. It take me... 10 minutes to upload. I could do it while we're talking probably, but I just haven't done it. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. I was going to do these sales videos and I've got um, parts of them recorded. You know, I, I don't know if you've done any of these things, but you kind of splice together pictures of the screenshots and cursors moving and then like you flip over to your face talking and there's like bullet points over, oh, over your head. Tough. And, yeah, it's and tough, There's tough. some editing work there to do and I've got like, yeah, all this just like unfinished shit laying around. Like I've done yeah. a lot of just running in place it feels like. Yeah. Um, so, so that's enough of me complaining because this is all like self-inflicted pain. No, no, no. So, so, uh, microconf. What, uh, what are you? What do you have goals going into microconf other than just having fun? And uh, is your wife coming? By the way, wife cannot make it this year. Okay, all right. Um, so I have a better half ticket to sell or give away to somebody if they want. Okay. Um, but no, she can't make it. So it's just me going solo. My goals going into it are to, um. You know, in previous years, my, my goal goals change from year to year. Um, this year, I, I do want to talk to a lot of people and meet a lot of people, get to know some people. But I want, want to really double down on some relationships um, and pick people's brains about um, some specific questions I have regarding some tactical questions I have, right? Um, so there's going to be some of that, too. So I'm going to corner somebody and hand them a, a glass of whiskey and say, okay, here, think about this for a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll buy you a drink, but I need your I need your thought power here. Because, uh, you know, the... the one of the biggest issues I've, I've always had with the nights and weekends thing is especially living here in an area of the world where it's not like a tech hub right here, right? So I can't commiserate with people on a regular basis. I get dribs and drabs of interactions with like you or other people online. You know, you're busy. You got a day job too, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'll check in with you and we'll we'll shoot like three sentences back and forth to each other on Slack. And, you know, the same with a few other people. And most of the time I get conflicting information wherever I go. And I don't ever get a good in-depth conversation about whatever the issue is, right? And I think that's really kind of what MicroConf has always represented to me is it's like an oasis. You know, you're walking across this desert. There's just a, on the horizon is this chance to just really fully immerse yourself uh, and come out on the other side um, with a new perspective. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's my goal. That's uh, that's not really concrete at all, is it? But uh, yeah, I, that's I've got fair. a list that's of totally questions. Fair. List of questions. Yeah. You know, we talked about um, what's the future mastermind. You know, my involvement. Um, how can I bring value to, to the market? Because um, I'm I'm missing the mark on on something here, and I'm not sure exactly how I'm missing the mark. Um, so I, I just need to pick people's brains on that and just really um, do some reflection there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. How about you? How about you? Um, you know, I mean, it's really coming at a good time for me. I mean, I, I uh, for for a lot of reasons. I mean, one business uh the podcast motor service business is just going really good um we are we've been snowballing our sort of reputation and our momentum for a while now it's really kind of growing quickly right now we're adding new several new customers every week which is a lot you know Mm -hmm. um so, so that's really exciting, and, and and the team is operating better and better all the time, which is cool. You know, I, it, in the past, it's been every time we grow, it's just this it's huge sort of problem for me to manage it. Now we have enough people to where I can just say, hey, this is just more work. You know, just it's the same thing, just more work. Go, you know, let's go do it. Um, and, and it's working out pretty well. Um, 
So that's cool. So that's cool. We're breaking into some new markets. We have kind of our first couple of health uh, podcasters, which I've, I've always thought it was like the big market aside from business, which is most of our customers right now is like business and investing and finance and stuff. Just getting into health and, and then and the food bloggers and the health bloggers are, are an enormous potential, right? So mm-hmm. so getting in with a pretty big name uh, that we've already gotten referrals and questions about stuff um, is pretty cool. So so the fact that, that Podcast Motor is really kind of firing on all cylinders is, is cool and me getting out of the day-to-day business makes me much happier with it. So yeah, you and I have talked kind of offline about it at times. I've really been kind of fried with the service and the, the customer service aspect of, of a service business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now I'm removing myself enough to where I'm I'm pretty happy with, with Podcast Motor's business, which is cool. I mean, I, it has to be my business, right? Because I'm about to quit my job, so it has to be my business. So it's cool that we're we're finding the groove, both in terms of revenue and growth and my happiness and perspective towards the business. So going to MicroConf will be interesting because I think there's going to be people there who run multi-million dollar service mes- businesses, right? You know, yeah. SEO agencies, Dave Collins or whoever, you know, and, and so like, how, how could we take, and I haven't even thought about it, I just haven't had the time, but how can we take from 40 or 45 customers to 200 customers, you know, and, and what, like, what do I need to do in the next six months to get us ready for that? Um, I, 200 customers is very doable, right? But I mean, our business is going to look very different, which is fine. Um, but you know, I have to get myself ready for that. So, so that's what I'm looking forward to, um, is, is looking at how we can, how I can get myself ready to grow that. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a really good time. I mean, mentally, I'm about a month away from my last day of work, so I'm kind of scaling back my day job some. So like Tuesday, I kind of didn't really work much. <laughs> so I had like four or five hours. I went to the coffee shop, did some work, came home early, um, watched my daughter ride her bike for the first time without training wheels, which is super cool. So that is awesome. Yeah. yeah so it's all it's all good right now. Um, but just a lot going on, you know, just a lot of stuff. I'm feeling like I have some more time, so I'm getting into some stuff that when I when I want when I thought I would have more free time I would get into and so it's just kind of filling up that time gap which is fine I mean I, I like being busy and I like doing stuff so um, but but I think microconf will be good at focusing me and giving me kind of some direction on like I mean this could be a really really big business and I owe it to myself and the people we work with and my family to be like smart and strategic about it um, so yeah and then the other big thing I guess is um, is two other big things one is we are actively looking at this analytics project uh, again um, talk to a few people in the business and a few of my friends who are techie type folks and really think it's uh, achievable. And um, I know we know it's a huge, huge, huge problem uh, and something that could be a, a separate or, or under the podcast motor umbrella, even just a giant business. Um, so excited to talk to some people at MicroConf about the technical part of it, because that's kind of the biggest question. I mean, yes, it definitely needs to be done. Yes, people would definitely pay for it. So technically, how do you achieve it? Because the problem is it's not like the code is so difficult to write. It's that you have to have all these third-party apps include your API or your whatever. Yeah. Because if you're not collecting the mobile data, you're just not, you know, 10% maybe play within the web browser, yep. right? 50% play in the, the, the native iOS app mm-hmm. from Apple, which you'll never get into. So you got another 40% that you can gather data on, which could be representative of, of the greater cohort, which is kind of what we're going for. Um, and so how do you get the majority of that other, say, 40, 50%, whatever it is? So, um, yeah, I, I think we can do it. And, and uh, I'm excited to talk to people about really what do they think of the idea and some technical focus above, you know, hey, what's the best way to approach it from an iOS and an Android perspective? So so it's going to be web and mobile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. so we can build the web part. That's easy. Oh, that's um, easy. Yeah. And, and we're kind of starting on that this week. Um, 
yeah, it's just it's simple. Um, the the and the and the and the, the API is not hard, and the the reporting is not hard. Once we get the data, the hard part is how do you how do you buddy your API up and package it next to an app, or do you create like an SDK to? And I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know. I don't know how any of this stuff works. How how do you create a, a sort of set of instructions to a web an app developer? Say, hey, use this this and this, and then call this, and it'll spit back the stuff to our servers. Um, what's the easiest and best way to do that? So, yeah, you would publish the specs for the API out there, and you have to have some way to entice them to use it. Like usually, that's through an example app. So you have an example implementation, some sample code, kind of like if you go to the Stripe's website. Yeah, you know they get right into it really quick on their website. <clears throat> but um, you know that's just a good example of their documentation, kind of what you need to offer to other people. And uh, you know just a few ideas what they could do with it. And then um, and then if you have any friends or pull in the developer community at all, which if you go to a microcom, you you can throw a stone and hit twenty developers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> get them to make something cool with it that returns that data to you. Um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, usually they don't use the terminology SDK unless you're dealing with like Oracle, you, okay. Know, okay. Um, you know, something big, NetSuite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you're not giving them tools like a development environment and, and compilable components and things like that that all help somebody make an application. You're giving them a microservice inside of, a, uh, of an application. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Just, just just talk up the API. I wouldn't ever mention SDK. Again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not ever. No, it's just, it's the wrong use no, of no, the term. That's, that's fair. And that's yeah. why I, I'm pretty quick to say I don't really know what I'm talking about. But I, I know it can be done. I'm sure yeah, it can be yeah. done. I know it needs to be done. And if we're nothing more than the cheerleader to, to get these people together to just send the data to one place, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have any uh, you know delusions of we're going to be iOS and Android app developers, right? I, right. Don't, I just don't, I don't think it's smart. I don't think it's what we, what I want to do and what we should be good at. Um, there's really good app makers that, that do that and should do it. So yeah, yeah, you just need to find one and partner with them. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if that's RevShare or what, but uh, find a way to make it worth their while to um, you know prove what you're what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm not opposed to Rev sharing at all. I mean, I think y- y- we could prove the partnership with a couple of apps in each platform. Yeah, and and because th- there's going to be a huge social pressure o- o- from multiple perspectives on it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. We talked about the the importance of it with advertisers, you know, and when the advertisers get behind it, then everyone's going to have to have it. That that was my only fear last time you and I talked about it was um, there's a lot of players in the space now and 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 I've seen about five or six of them since the last time you and I talked about it um, last year so um, and many of those have funding and the funding goes a long way to building like you know word of mouth referrals and traffic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I mean money never hurts so you've got to be creative to work around that because you, you don't have um, that kind of funding I, I no. mean right now maybe that's your goal but uh, you, that's your disadvantage with something like this because it really becomes useful the more people use it it's not quite a marketplace problem, but it is one of those problems that um, it is exponentially more valuable the more people implement it for you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, we're, you know, excited. It's, it's kind of one of those, you know, it's an 80 20 thing. It's, it's maybe 20% of my focus, but could be, could be huge, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I, you know, on on the personal side, you know, we're about a month from from hanging up the corporate job, and uh, we have our first couple of stops on our trip already planned. So we're Sweet. leaving uh, the second week in May. Going to start in Ireland, spend about a week and a half in Ireland, and then spend about a month in Spain. So most of the sort of the middle of m- late May to late June in Spain, and hitting a couple of spots there too. So um, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's been uh, it's been a fun experience. Everywhere is going to be uh, not everywhere. So so we're we're doing some Airbnb, a lot of Airbnb and some uh, just bed and breakfast. Uh, they're like on farms and stuff. Mm. So that's kind of a nice. big thing over there. Agriturismo is like a big thing. 
So we're staying on a farm in Ireland uh, for three nights, which will be cool. Like, you know, it's a sheep farm, so it'll be... Uh, Do you it'll help cool. out, or is it just... Um, oh, yeah, it's hands-on. I mean, if you cool. want to, I think, you know, you can be hands-on and, you know, let the kids do whatever and yeah so it should be it should be a lot of fun so yeah i mean getting ready for you know being gone for six months is uh we've been thinking about it and working on it for a long time but but it, it's been a a thing that's consumed a lot of our thought and, and planning and stuff but uh, it, you know i think at this point we have our flights we have our first couple of spots and we can figure the rest out from there but it's been a lot of fun to think about um but at this point amanda and i are just like okay we're ready <laughs> yeah yeah. You know, the rest of this next month, we're just going to be sitting on our thumbs, but we're ready. I mean, we have literally everything ready. That's um, amazing. So, yeah, it's just kind of a weird time where, like, you know, you're going to make a big change in your life and you're just ready for it to happen. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's That reminds weird. me of, you know, when I was, you know, young and in Boy Scouts, I would have my backpack for scout camp, like, a month ahead of time. And yeah. my mom would come in and it's like, why are you wearing the same clothes to school every day? Where are all your clothes? Right. And, well, they're packed. They're in my frame pack. I'm just like, camp's not for three and a half weeks, Ken. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that. It's just like I'm ready. Let's pull the trigger. Yep. Uh, yep. Two things. You know, when um, when Breck and uh, took his family out on the Grand um, Airstream adventure, they he he blogged about it, Nomadic Brood a bit, and posted pictures. And also, um, I know a couple um, that gave up their uh, swanky corporate gigs here in Chicago, and they bought a sailboat and decided they're just going to sail around the world. Mm. And um, they had a baby while on board, and they blogged about the whole thing. Are you guys gonna Are you guys gonna do some of this in the open? Share some pictures and your thoughts as you yeah, do this. Yeah, we have a we have a blog that we have like uh, just a couple posts on um and i'm gonna yeah so we're gonna do uh, a fair amount of instagram i think that seems to be i mean so uh, you know i'll be on twitter probably more than i am now just because i don't have time for it right now but um yeah Yeah. we're gonna blog about it as much for our family and stuff as anything but um i think it's a potentially sort of unique thing i mean there's not a ton of people doing it but um you know with two sort of young kids being on for that long um yeah i didn't mean anything complicated but even to tumblr or instagram because yeah you know we have a we have a site set up and everything we just have haven't, uh, it's not ready for prime time yet. You know, like Natalie Sisson does this as she travels, and there's a, there's a you can gain a lot of eyeballs just in the um, nomadic um, um, wandering entrepreneur community, uh, digital nomads, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Love to see stories of people, you know, hanging up the the, the the suit and tie and saying goodbye to the cubicle and going out in the world, and uh, uh, it's inspiring to a lot of people. So I think you should share that if as much as you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I you know, I, I don't talk about a lot of things, but I, I'm very comfortable talking about another lot of things so yeah for sure um yeah so it it has been sort of weird the last uh month or so of work after i gave my first bit of notice just that awkward time you know it's like they know you're leaving you know you're leaving not everyone knows you're leaving your boss starts treating you weird because you're not gonna be around um so it's it's sort of disappointing but uh it's been spring break this week so we've been pretty slow so it's been kind of nice yeah the um I remember some of that. Do you do you have like a replacement to help train and and things like no, that? There's nobody. No. Nope. Okay. It's great. Yeah. Corporate corporate world. The last Amazing. one I left, I had to train my replacement, and it took about four weeks, and it was the worst time of my life. I really just yeah. wanted to, to oh, I shoot mean, I, myself. I, yeah. I gave them almost three months, and we're a month away now, and there's there is not even an idea of who's going to take my place. So there's no chance <sighs> they'll have someone hired by the time I leave. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Um. 
So one thing I'm looking at getting this is, you know, if anyone has suggestions on this, I'd love to, to, to hear it is, you know, so I make for, for podcast motor, I'd make sales calls, um, mostly through Skype, like 75%, uh, but some through just my phone and obviously won't be able to just make phone calls cheaply and easily. Um, so I have a couple of leads on like voice over IP, local phone numbers, uh, services like Vonage is kind of the big one. Skype has its own, um, got a recommendation on something this week called local phone. Uh, which is similar to Skype, but cheaper. Okay. Um, same Skype-like uh, landline equivalent. Boy, that's a great company name. Boy, how did they get that domain name? Yeah, and that cool <laughs> localphone.com. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so it, so it'd be interesting. I don't I don't know which one we're going to land on, but I definitely need. Uh, I don't think I'll keep my existing number. I'll probably uh, just start a new number. Um, but definitely need to have a number that I can call people from. At least I don't plan on having any incoming calls. Um, we'll just talk to family and stuff through Skype. But for business needs some sort of legitimate phone number. Yeah. I can't imagine giving up a cell phone. Well, you have to remember all of my work goes through my cell phone now. So I don't want to keep that number. That's true. I mean, even if you got a different number, but just having the device is so important to me. I guess, you know, even if oh, I... Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Sorry. So we're going to keep our phones. We'll get uh, European SIM cards. Ah, perfect. When we get there. So, so you'll we'll have a new number. Yeah, we'll have some crazy number that starts with a eight or something. Some yeah. crazy number. Plus some, 26. Plus 26. And yeah. Da, da, da. So, I, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, 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 that'll be a whole other thing. We'll, we'll have to figure that out when we get there, I guess. But yeah, you can buy a SIM card and then it's like just pay as you go. Like you put $50 on it and you use $50 worth and it charges your credit card again. It's great. There's no contracts in Europe. Huh, pretty cool. Yeah. So... Last microconf, I uh, when I was doing the onboarding su- survey for the thing I was doing during microconf, I ran into the international phone codes thing accidentally. I, I hadn't even thought about it, right? So people sign up, and it's like, okay, give me your mobile phone, and as I find matches for you, I'll you know I'll send you an SS. And then like I was talking to somebody from Australia, and I'm like, uh, why haven't you gotten my text message? I sent you like three mm-hmm. messages today. And he's like, I don't have that on. I mean, my phone right. is off in the in my bag upstairs. <laughs> it's like that's that's really expensive. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when we were at microconf Europe, um, we only took a man his phone and had like cells turned off for most of it I guess and data on and Wi-Fi obviously yeah so that's what a lot of people do I think yeah, man, it's a different fucking world. You know, it's crazy so that you can't just buy like, I want cell service for all of Europe, like you can for the US. You have to, every new country we go to will have to do a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a federation of sovereign states, so it's yeah. way different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We think it's just like a bunch of US. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the US, we have our own view of the fucking world. Americans, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, that happened to me. I, I'm, I'm a dumb American. First time I went to the Bahamas, I brought my Verizon netbook. That's how many years ago it was. And um, I left it on, like on the chart table and one of the girls that was on the sailing trip with us went in and started like uploading all her photos to Facebook and as we're hundred dollars later as we're floating around in the Bahamas <laughs> right <laughs> and it's like holy crap that was a $1,400 phone bill I'm trying to talk him off when I got back so that's awesome we ended up paying $600 yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> so yeah I've been I've been Mr. Stupid America again. yeah yeah nice uh, what I mean is I get how stupid I <laughs> oh boy so yeah I've, I've got you know I've still got this list staring at me and I'm trying to decide, am I going to try to bash out a few things before microconf or should I just, you know, enjoy time with my family this last couple days and just cruise in? And I think I'm leaning toward the latter. Yeah, man. Cause you know, I, I, yeah, I've not been to microconf Vegas before, but microconf Europe was just so, so like you know, mind blowing. It's a little dramatic, but it just changed my thought on so many things. That's what I was saying. I'm so excited about like talking to people who run big seven figure agencies. Um, 
how am I going to think about podcast motor after I leave there? And, and, you know, if you started doing some stuff now, you would think about it so differently, uh, a week from now, right? Oh, after yeah. my come. So, yeah. so almost not worth getting started on. It. Yeah. So, yeah. Know. So the revenue has been going up and I think it's just confusing. You know what I mean? It's like, well, is this a good thing or bad thing? Does this just make it harder to walk away from, you know, to your point? Yeah. Um, so we, um, if our listeners have our, our micro, microconf attendees, they got an email saying that mastermind jam is sponsoring one of the sponsors of micro here. And um, so there was a promotion code in that email for um, a promotional discount for the matching service. And uh, so we've got many signups from that, which is pretty much the bulk of the um, traffic this month. And so mm-hmm. it's like, well, um, on one hand, you know, it paid sponsorship. On the other on the other hand, it's like, should it have been more? Did I expect more? Did I expect less? What did I expect? Should I be going out and approaching more conferences to do sponsorship? You know, because uh, it was a 4x return on my money. So, and that's with a conference that in my mind's eye, I have kind of exhausted the audience for really because mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. really extensively marketed to this audience and if I go and market to some other conference that has never heard of it before you know maybe I'll have even bigger returns so so it's all confusing you know those are those are some of the questions I'm going to be bound around this week yeah yeah and you're getting in Saturday yeah I'll be flying in Saturday I think I'm wheels down four or five yeah and uh, flying out Wednesday morning. Yeah, I really nice. kind of want. I wanted to fly out later on Wednesday. Last year, had a great lunch with some folk before I left, and it was just like that last lunch before I left kind of set the tone for the next three months, right? Mm-hmm. So kind of bummed about that. So I'm just gonna have to make up for it. Also, last year I was really distracted for most of the conference thinking about the service I was providing. Well, like my head was in a million directions, and I don't think I absorbed enough of what I should have absorbed while I was there. So um, this year I'm not gonna be pulling an all nighter the night before <laughs> the show starts and things like that. So uh, yeah, take more notes. Yeah, you know, I've heard that about uh, people who do attendee talks. They're, they're like, you know, it's just so uh, involved up to the point where you give your talk that it's distracting from the rest of the conference. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so anyways. So I shipped off the, the raffle giveaway. So each sponsor, many of the sponsors give away stuff as the uh, conference goes on. So I shipped those off to Xander this week. And uh, so he should have it Friday, I think Friday or Saturday. And uh, so that's really the last thing I had to get done by a certain date or time. Yeah. So the rest is do my laundry, iron my shirts and uh, be ready to learn. That's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. So what you, you went to MicroConf Europe. I've never gone to MicroConf Europe. For somebody who's never gone to either MicroConf, what are like, what are your, your three suggestions? Okay, your wheel's down to Vegas. Here's what you need to do this week. Uh, hookers, crack, and craps. <laughs> Stay away from craps. Stay away from craps. <laughs> um... No, I mean, you know, they talk about the the hallway track being really, really awesome. I, I found, and this is just conferences in general, MicroConf is, MicroConf Europe was a broad diversity of types of people and backgrounds. So so one of the really interesting things was like making a point to like sit and have coffee or lunch with someone I didn't know every time. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you kind of you know, make your own little niche and then, uh, you know, it's easy to go back and, and hang out with those people you know. Um, but, but. In all honesty, uh, if you do that about half the time, you're going to be like, why the fuck did I sit down with these people? Um, but, but, but you should take something away from each of those conversations, you know? Um, and, and, and a lot of times you'd be like, wow, that guy blew my mind about whatever. And he, you know, the guy's like a, a billboard advertiser in Brazil, right? But he says something you're like, oh yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I should think about that. Yeah. So that's like the biggest thing I think is like exposing yourself to forcing yourself to expose yourself to as many different types of people and just as many different people as you can. Um, and then the thing that we, MicroConf Europe was interesting. They had something every night um that was part of the event so like each night had like a social thing so that was cool so like even outside of at that time we were able to go talk to people um 
they, it was they do it that was, in Vegas as well. Yeah, I mean that was just really. I mean the hallway track during the day is fine, but like you got things that are just going on, and everybody seems more businessy when everyone's away from the actual conference itself. At the social thing, it's it's a lot easier. Um, I but you know like I have a purpose this year. I feel like I'm just having a purpose, and like keep with with all that in mind, like having a purpose, and and like my purpose is like okay, how do I take Podcast Motor from 45 to 200 customers? having a lot of those conversations and, and trying to talk to people actively seek out people that I know are kind of into that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, I'm going to spend some time with Brian Castle. I mean, he and I talk a lot just like offline just cause we run really similar businesses. Um, but just, you know, more people that run productized service business like him, um, I, I think will be helpful. I, I feel like we're in the middle of that pack probably in terms of size. Um, so it'll be interesting to talk to people on both sides of it to, to kind of get a feel for like, you know, People that were 20 customers, how are they at 150 customers, you know, and then what can we take away from that? So uh, that's my purpose. And then exploring this analytics bit a little bit. And that's just some some conversations. But yeah, I don't know. How about you? Like, what do you think? What, what you've been to a couple like what what have you gotten the most value out of microconf by doing um, the hallway track? Um, people say it. it's not a cliche. It's a real thing. Um, and not so much, you know, like, frankly, people are zombies in the morning, right? So you're not going to get much value out of people as they're putting cream in their cough. But um, me, I I always sit within the first three rows and near the aisle. So I'm front and center on the speaker. So there's no distract because I'm very much a guy that if I sit at the back of the room, I'm looking at people's laptops and I'm analyzing what everybody else is doing. So mm-hmm. I usually sit right up front. I have my notepad out and that way I'm just absorbing information and I don't care what the hell is going on behind. So lunch break comes around. Yeah, I always try to sit with new people and then um, I'm usually the last to eat because I'm going around the table asking people questions and some people find that really annoying and uh, you know other people understand that's kind of what we're there for uh-huh. um so you know you can just kind of skip the annoyed people and, and try to keep the conversation going yeah and then yeah you know you break for dinner and i find that difficult to grab new people every time to go to dinner and i don't know why i think it's just kind of the rush of it um everybody's like okay meet down in the front lobby five minutes till six and we'll go to dinner and then mm-hmm. so anyway and then after dinner there's always the networking event and um you know don't forget to grab your uh, drink tickets from xander or mike or whoever's giving them out and and don't get sucked into an hour conversation conversation with one person much as you'd like you know strike up a conversation with new people but move work the room meet a lot of people you can always um take their contact information and pick up where you left off um that's fine but um like my very first one i think i talked to three people the first two nights you know what i mean it was just like and then the second day we'd go back down and just pick up where we left off and i missed out on talking to a lot of people yeah. and the the next year i went it was it was so much better so i i would say you know you know don't be annoying about it but uh if you find yourself 30 45 minutes into a conversation um, over cocktails at a networking event, um, it's time to move on. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think there's a there's a, a thing where you you get a lot out of some conversations, and that's fine. I don't think you... I, I, I think 45 minutes is better than three days in a row oh, yeah. of, a, of a conversation. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, th- well, first of all, you know, that last night, it's frequent. Like, um, you'll be rolling your, your luggage through the lobby on your way out the door, and there'll still be people with a drink in their hand from the night, and they have, just haven't move right so they shut down at the tropicana they would shut down the courtyards where we had the event and they would just kind of shuffle people inside into these little lobby lounge areas and people would just sit down or grab stools or something and they would just continue talking all night long so it's mm-hmm. six or seven in the morning you're catching your red eye back home and there's still people like <laughs> you know um having their great conversation and I, I get that but uh so yeah i understand both sides of the argument yeah 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 man i'm i'm super jacked i mean i'm i'm really excited i think it's gonna be really interesting you know and 
and and you know hope to get a lot out of it so uh oh the other thing i would say and the fizzle show had a great podcast episode about this um don't be so much of a um like a celebrity hound i don't know a good way to say this but you know we've all got our heroes that we listen to or follow online and um if you see a line that's you know 30 people deep around near what whoever your hero is say heaton shaw is standing around holding court and he's got you know clearly a throng of people around him waiting to shake his hand talk to him about something um take that opportunity to go meet the other people in the room you know you don't have to just waste your time um only hoping to get a glimpse and a and a, and a chat with six people there's so many people there get to know them yeah 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 it's uh justin jackson was in uh in barcelona and i we talked for like 30 seconds in the hallway one day or something but but it was because like everyone wanted to talk to him about everything because it's not just like his podcast that he's done but he's a really smart marketing guy yeah, yeah. um so yeah totally you know i was like wow it'd really be great to chat with him because he and i kind of talked about us working on one of his shows uh for a while so i wanted to talk to him about that too but um you know in the end it was just like wow he's just way too busy and there's 300 other people here i don't want to talk to yeah. not that he wouldn't be great to talk to but um i yeah. remember there was one of the years i was still working on the b2c personal finance app and um i wanted to pick the brains of jesse meekham from you needed budget why now yeah yeah and he was this this year he gave an attendee talk it's not the year he did an actual full session and you know i'm just waiting in line just to get a you know, conversation with him and then it just felt so rushed and artificial and it's just like i didn't want to say the things i had on my mind it's just like you know great talk <laughs> thanks a lot right uh, that's it, you know what i mean and then the next year i actually got to actually have a conversation where it was a little bit more meaningful but it was still hurried and then meanwhile like uh last year the saturday beforehand uh we had just a bunch of us were in vegas and it's like okay um let's have let's have dinner at the paris buffet we'll all grab a big table whoever's there is there and we'll go out for drinks after and that's how we'll start the the conference so I show up and i just accidentally sat next to um, matt paulson right mm-hmm. very uh, amazingly nice guy um but kind of soft-spoken and there's some other people around the table that were louder and knew each other from previous events and and then i just you know i was trying to get to i was like so you know matt what is it you do and uh, he was telling me about um it wasn't called market beat at the time I'm, I'm, I'm flaking on the name now and he was telling me about this business model i was like whoa <laughs> yeah this guy and of course now you know he's giving like talks and he's he's becoming one of those hero people that you're going to be waiting line getting up it's like all around you you never know who the next big you know you know book author or SaaS app creator or the next big thing you never know who that's going to be yep. um you could be talking to the you know josh pigford the year before barometrics gets bigger um you know joel before buffer gets big you could be you don't know who these people are you're talking to uh, so relish it relish it all yeah yep yep that's good stuff, man. Super excited. I, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. I, you know, I, I don't want to leave my family for four days, but uh, I think this will, I know this will be the last time for a very long time. So yeah, we're, we're all good with it. So cool, man. Well, I will, uh, I guess I will see you on Sunday then. Definitely. Good times. We're going to be, we're going to be live casting, uh, at least once I would guess. So I'm going to bring my microphone and have my computer with me. It's all very portable. So, uh, we'll be, uh, doing another recording like you and Dave did last year. Yeah. That's, and we could even do something live if you think about it. I mean, we say live, live casting, live. but we could actually, um, turn on a periscope or blab or something. Just give five minutes or 10 minutes after dinner one night. Think about it. Yep. Yep. I'll think about it. That'd be, uh, that'd be something. Yeah. Sometimes it gets, it feels too forced, but sometimes it's nice to just take time, step aside, grab three or four entrepreneurs and just pick their brains. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sounds good, man. We'll, uh, safe travels out there and I'll give you a shout, uh, when we get in. All righty. All right. All right. Finish my beer right then. Too. Right. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I know, uh, Rich Buggy's like, I can't, he's like, when are your wheels down? Cause I, n- I need to get a, a head start on you to make sure that you are positive you're going to give up on Mastermind Jam. <laughs> like, you bastard. You've already got an opinion for it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't shown you any numbers or anything. <laughs>
Oh man. I yeah, I I have to agree with him, but but I want you to I want you to be happy and ready and know where you're going, you know? Yeah. It's it's making some money, so you should you should hold on to it until you have a good feeling for what you're going to do next. You've learned a lot through this, so it's not all lost. If nothing else, it helped me like hone some tools, right? Sharpen some yeah. knives yeah. That, that are going to be useful tools and whatever the next like I know how to make marketing videos. I know how to onboard people and make and set up campaigns and drip and you know, all these things. And I've learned a lot about by the way, we could talk for hours about membership software. I have gone through so many um like training courses for membership software in the last four yeah. weeks. It's it's nuts. Um and I, I still you know, haven't the launched thing, it. I'll, the thing I'll say is you, you've learned a lot. I think you're at the point where spending more time on it will just be sort of your your opportunity cost will will get sort of relatively high, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I was just kind of like, I got some feedback from some people on a Slack channel. I said, hey, just fucking pre-sell it. And if people are interested in it, then you build it. It's like, you have these newsletters. It's a, it's a customer of mine. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm ready to pay you the money for a monthly service. Let's do this. He's like, just announce it. See, see who else is with me. Mm. And, you know, if you have 200 customers and 20 of them re- respond and say, yeah, I'd, I'd give you, you know, 50 bucks a month for this, then maybe you got something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's one person's opinion. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's all anecdotal. How do you yeah. weigh that against the actual facts? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a clear way to like weigh apples, apples here. And, and maybe it's just a gut call at the end of the day, because this is the kind of business I can see myself running for the next five years. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's your... Because, uh... you know, when customer service emails roll in, customer support, and it's like a competitor saying, yeah, your service sucks. I signed up just to make sure it sucks. But yeah, I found out it's... Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need that shit. I think that uh, the thing that you'll surely see is that, that there's just so much more leverage with other things. Yeah, it's looking more and more like I just buy something that's already making a little cheddar. And yeah, grow I mean, it. if you buy something that's making five hundred thousand dollars a month, that's that's the sweet spot, I think, to yeah. to let you start really just ramping into it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Well, um, yeah, man, I'm gonna roll, yeah. but uh, I look forward to catching up. Alrighty, man. All right, dude. Well, uh, have a good one. I'll give you a shout when I get in. All right. All right. Cool. Bye. See you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Nights and Weekends podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. To stay up to date and learn more about balancing your family and your startup, visit www.nightsandweekendspodcast.com. We'll catch you next time.